0: advice I can give is forget everything you know
1: <laughs>
0: and just just work off what you're working with you know and, and like I said earlier the amazing amount of stuff we can do with a pool noodle and some duct tape and a whole lot of heart is incredible
2: this is a life in motion audio experience a podcast about travel action sports culture and more what's up and welcome to episode 61 of life in motion today i have jamie overmeyer who is the wilderness program director at breckenridge outdoor education center in colorado their nonprofit focuses on helping people with disabilities and special needs through meaningful educational and inspiring outdoor experiences i'm excited to hear how they're able to make such an impact with the hate with the help of the great outdoors uh jamie thank you for being on the show today
0: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited.
2: Yes, yes. So before we get into what all you all are doing at uh, Breckenridge Outdoor Education Center or BOEC, and I see a lot of the, the acronym on the website, um, let's talk about yourself a little bit. Kind of, um, you know, set the stage of, you know, who you are, uh, where you're from, how you, where you grew up, kind of hobbies you had, kind of leading you to where you are today.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know... Uh, I guess it all started a long time ago in a land far, far away. Um, Originally I'm from Michigan. I like to say that I got taller there and I grew up out here in Colorado and Breckenridge. Um, I've been here longer than I lived in Michigan now. So um, I'm almost a local, but um, (laughs) um, I I grew up in Michigan and playing in the lakes and going skiing all the time and just having fun and, and all of that. And, um, really took to skiing and became a ski racer. Um and oh. I spent a lot of years doing that and traveling all around doing that sort of thing. How, how um, to,
2: to stop you right there, how old were you yeah. when you started kind of getting serious about that?
0: Yeah, um so I think I entered my first race when I was like 10. And I okay. was like, oh this is super fun. And uh so then it got more serious in high school and then college. I I uh, skied for Michigan State um awesome. where I went to college. And so that took me a lot of really cool places. Um, And our family vacations ended up coming to Colorado every year, Um, and we visited Breckenridge a few times. Um, And so shortly after college, I came out for a visit uh, to Breckenridge and ended up not going home. And I had my (laughs) skis and a backpack, and here's where I've been for the last 22 years. So it's very exciting to be here in Brecken and loving this place so much, you know, somewhere that you think like when you're a little kid, like, wow, it's such a cool place, I want to live there. And then moving
2: there is pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. Um yeah. so so I, I can't say that I really have uh talked to anybody that I, I guess did uh uh, uh ski racing or, or whatnot. So um I want to touch a little bit about it. so so what was that kind of Where where were some of the places you went? Kind of what was that like? And then even from a collegiate level, I mean, you know, you think of football or basketball or, you know, those kinds of sports. But you know, and where I went to I went to college in Virginia, um, and you know, we didn't have those kind of opportunities. So um I'm just kind of interested a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, you know, as a as a little kiddo, it was all the local ski resorts um in Michigan. Um, I grew up at a little place called Swiss Valley where we have 225 whole feet of vertical. So we had a a lovely little race team there and we went around to all the other little ski resorts in Michigan. Um, And then as um, I got older and into high school, I was racing in the USSA program in the Central Division, um, which is essentially where, you know, kids grow up racing and then that eventually turns into potential Olympic dreams someday, that sort of thing. So um racing through ussa we were all over michigan minnesota wisconsin kind of some of those resorts um, and then um, national and or like junior olympic level competitions were kind of all over the country just changed every year um, and then in college um again same thing we we're skiing all over um michigan all of the larger resorts um and then going to Canada, um, in the Ontario province and that sort of thing. So just kind of all over the place. And then our nationals for, you know, collegiate racing, were kind of, again, they would rotate back from east to west, um, throughout the country. So I was very lucky enough to, to go to nationals twice, um, through my college career, which was really, really fun. And, and then, um, when I moved out to Colorado, I was kind of over the racing thing, but still obviously a large part of my life. Um, and so uh, the next great thing was uh, ski patrolling for me. So I was a ski patroller here in Breckenridge for a while. And that was super fun um, until I found the Breckenridge Outdoor Education Center. So <laughs> kind of a, it's a, a dream come true, if you will. I get I have a degree in commercial recreation from Michigan State. And I can truly say I'm living in the coolest place on the planet. And I'm actually using my degree, everyone
2: that's that's awesome that's all you can ask for right (laughs) yeah exactly um so so when you moved out to colorado there's the obvious uh connection with uh skiing and kind of the outdoors in general but was there anything specific about that or just kind of the familiar the familiarity sort of said that word right uh of of going out there with family vacations and that kind of stuff like what was it It as like hey this is where i need to be
0: Um, you know, it's funny, it's, it's the mountains for sure for me, you know, as a, as a Michigan kid, you love the water and you love the lakes and whatnot. And here in Summit County, we have beautiful Lake Dillon. Um, and so that was a water source for me as well as getting into whitewater rafting. Um, and there's a lot of really great rivers around here that you can get on. Um, but the mountains really filled that, uh, part of my heart that needed that. Um, and yeah. It's the saying is that, you know, you come out here and the winter will bring you here, but the summer is what keeps you here. Yeah. And I fully agree with that. Whereas, you know, I've gotten a little older and skiing is a little less fun on the joints. Um, <laughs> I found a lot more fun and and beauty in the summers. Um, and that's really my favorite time of year out here anymore.
2: That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. so you moved out there, kind of fit right in obviously. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then you found. Um, uh, B O E C, um, mm-hmm. Breckenridge Outdoor Education Center. So how did you, how did you stumble upon that and kind of what, <laughs> where does that fit from, you know, doing the, the ski patrol to that? And kind of what yeah. was that like?
0: Yeah. So funny story, um, back in the day, um, when I was first living here and doing random odd jobs and traveling all over the world and doing fun stuff, um, in between those odd jobs, um, there came a time where I was like, I really should probably get a job in my field. and um, across the street from where I was living at the time was the old administration building for the BOEC. And I was like, "Ooh, there's an outdoor center. I should probably call them. <laughs> um, so I did. And we have the most incredible, fantastic internship program on the planet here. Um, and they really recommended that you do the internship because it's really how you get trained best to work with BOEC and I was like, oh, well, I've already done my internship, blah, 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 I don't need to do it. And then I was like, but I really wanna work there. So it kind of turned out that I took, um, well, I ended up calling to see more about this internship. Um, and I talked to the intern uh, director at the time and she said, hey, I happen to have a moment you wanna come and talk about it? I happened to be on a chairlift <laughs> when we were speaking. And uh, she's like, come on in. And so I skied down. Uh, hung up my skis right outside her office, had an interview and ended up getting the internship like that day, which was incredible because it's a very, very competitive process. Um, I was lucky enough that someone had dropped out. um, So there was a space available and I happened to fit um, the need that they had at the time. And so, you know, going into the internship, like, oh, I have all these skills. I am an outdoors person. I've been teaching outdoor education for a few years. Um, That internship was the most incredible experience of my life, um, clearly, because 18 years later, I'm still with the OEC. Um, And I learned so much um, during that time that I was like, man, you don't even need your college degree. Just come here and do this internship. (laughs) um, And just it'll be the most incredible thing for you, especially if you want to be in this field and doing what we're doing. It is just a great opportunity. So." you know, I'm a a big fan of our internship program because it really changed my life.
2: So how, how long were you in that program? And then also, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously you had kind of the, the, the college education, I was sort of geared towards that and obviously Mm -hmm. skiing and everything, but what, what, what did they, I guess, have you do and like, what, what did they teach you like during that time?
0: Yeah, so my background, um, my actual degree is in commercial recreation. So, you know, loosely that translates to um, anything that you pay money to have fun doing is commercial recreation. Um, So, you know, it's kind of a business degree and a a leisure degree all in one. Um, And so my background was, you know, at that point doing a lot of um, like corporate team building and, you know, facilitation and that sort of thing. And what the internship brought to it was I had never really worked with people with disabilities before. That was not part of my education. Um, it's not something that I had done ever you know, growing up. Um, and the first few programs that I was put on as an intern here, um, it became very, very clear to me that this is by far the most fun population of folks to work with on the planet. Um, and <laughs> that was really, that was the, the, the the hook, if you will, that drew me into this <laughs> because it was just really so much fun um, doing what we do, um, but then also making it accessible. So the thing that I really loved about it was, A, the students really want to be here. You know, they're not just, you know, kids at summer camp that go every year and have all this, you know, access to everything in the world. Um, these are folks that are like working their buns off to be able to come out and do what we're doing and to be able to be creative and, um, you know, you give me some duct tape and a pool noodle and I can get you to do just about any outdoor activity. Um, and so like, that was a really big draw for me to have that fun, to have that creativity. Um, you know, every person that comes presents a little bit differently. So, you know, you never have the same thing twice. Um, and for me, that was just something that really made it fun. Um, I really liked the challenge of figuring out, how do I make this accessible for everybody? Because this is the stuff that I love to do and I want everybody to be able to have fun doing it if they want.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds like a great experience, uh, especially with the internship and kind of obviously you found your, your love yeah. for it and you're, you're still there now. So um, <laughs> to that point, I know we kind of talked a little bit about it with the internship, but, but what exactly are you all doing over there?
0: Yeah. I'm um, so, you know, if I were to put it in a sentence, um, It's really, really hard because a lot of what we do is feeling, you know, so um, I'd say if we had to put it into a sentence is that we offer outdoor experiences for people who have disabilities. Um, So in the summer, that's anything from um, rock climbing, ropes course. We have a wheelchair accessible ropes course, Um, whitewater rafting, canoeing, kayaking, stand up paddle boarding, overnight camping on rivers, um, long extended expedition trips. Um, all of that sort of stuff throughout Colorado, Utah. Um, And in the winter, that looks like adaptive skiing and snowboarding here at Breckenridge and Keystone and um, Copper Mountain kind of locally. Um, And so we're just basically out there to have fun and we're here to figure out ways so that everyone can give it a whirl and hopefully they fall in love with it too.
2: That's awesome. So, and, you know, obviously if you uh, started an intern 18 years ago or whatever how long how long have they actually been around and then what what was the initial I I guess um, reason for starting the program in the first place Um, you know was was there a personal tie with with the founder or what what was that
0: yeah so um, the BOEC has been blessed to be around since 1976 so we're one of the really old programs in the country um, which I think goes to say a lot. And it actually originally started as the Ski Program. Um, The founders, um, a team of four really awesome dudes here in Breckenridge um, were associated with uh, a Nordic Ski event called Ski for Light, which is um, basically a ski event for folks who have um, uh, uh, visual impairments, excuse me. Um, And so that was kind of the impetus to everything. And they're like, this is great. We need to bring that chapter to Breckenridge and do something fun. And they're like, well, why don't we start something here in Breckenridge? Um, and so, you know, back in 1976, they got together and we found some place that we could be and got some things donated and, you know, kind of started out on the on the ski resort. And then from there, it was like, gosh, we should really try camping and, <laughs> <going> and doing <laughs> other stuff. Um, and then we should go camping in the summer and then we should add a boat and then we should, you know, and it kind of just grew. And grew and grew from there to you know today well COVID aside um, we're seeing close to 3,800 students a year wow. you know through the wilderness program and another three to four thousand um, ski students and that sort of thing so we see a number of awesome smiling faces each year you know and it's amazing when you think where we started which was like a single little cabin that was you know on some forest service land and they were going to tear it down and those four awesome dudes were like, ooh, can we have it? <laughs> so they went <laughs> out there with a Sharpie and labeled all the logs, tore it apart, brought it down, put it on the BUC um, wilderness site, and then reconstructed it. And then got a bunch of stuff donated from the town of Breckenridge um, or, you know, agencies throughout the town of Breckenridge, like windows from an, uh, a church here in town. And, you know, Breckenridge, um, the town used to have a wooden boardwalk. And so when they took out the boardwalk, we took all the wood and we made a deck. Um, and you know just really cool stories like that where everyone was helping out Um, and it started in this teeny tiny little cabin and now we have 41 39 acres up on our wilderness site with um, and then three different buildings and you know a warehouse with three bays two stories high of gear and toys and awesomeness and, and all of that so you know a very humble beginnings and you know some very close calls through the 80s and you know, the recession in 2008, where it got real tight and things like that. And, uh, somehow, in a pandemic, you know, somehow we've come out of it and um, we're doing really well. And it's really, it's really fantastic. It's a real testament to um, the community around here that supports BOEC, the students themselves that come from all over the country, um, even, you know, across the sea, um, we have a number of international students and stuff. So it's, it's a pretty, pretty big family, a lot of love here
2: that's awesome that's a that's a really cool story too of you know the you said the, the four founders or whatnot you know wanting to bring it here and then or bring yeah. it there I should say mm-hmm. uh, and then being like well you know we don't we we don't have the money or whatnot the the resources at this time to, to make this yes. happen so hey can I have that window kind of do that it's really cool hearing that story kind yeah. of repurposing everything which mm-hmm. obviously they really believed in what they're doing and Obviously, you know what you're what you're doing is special, anyways. You know who who the the people, your individuals, you're working with, but also to know that that's how it started to get behind, mm-hmm. you know the the founders and leadership and you know everybody behind it. That seems like a really really easy story um, to kind of catch on to and kind of you know drive that purpose.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not very hard to, to really get the love around here, but when you hear our story and find out what we're doing and how we're doing it, and you know, we just have a ton of support in this community. The Summit County has just been so gracious over the years in the town of Breckenridge and, and a lot of our partners, Breckenridge Ski Resort and stuff, um, in their um, support of our programming and what we do here. It's, it's really fantastic. It's pretty amazing for a little, little nonprofit. We call it a big little nonprofit. We're, <laughs> still, we're still pretty little, in the grand scheme of things, but we're, we're big in what
2: we do. That's awesome. So, and you, you mentioned some of the programs like the wilderness program and the ski program and the winter and that kind of stuff um, and calling, calling them students. So mm-hmm. I guess with that, what exactly does, uh, you know, what does a program look, look like as far as like time-wise, what are you, mm-hmm. are you doing anything other than just working on the actual activities themselves? Is there other things incorporated with that kind of what, what does that look like?
0: Like for me personally or for like the organization?
2: Um, so like, like for example, if I, if I were a student there and I come there, so what, yeah. what, what I guess could I expect okay. and kind of what does that, yeah, what yeah. does that look like, the interaction and the timeline and, and everything? Sure,
0: okay. Yeah, so, you know, all of our programs are custom um, in the wilderness program and the ski program is you sign up and go skiing or snowboarding. It's pretty awesome. It's very straightforward. <laughs> um, but the wilderness program is basically anytime you're coming to us, then it's not skiing. Um, and so, at the Wilderness Program, what we're doing is really working with every um, client agency. Um, an example would be like Children's Hospital or the Brain Injury Alliance of Colorado, who are, you know, long, long-time partners of ours, um, and working with them to formulate a program that fits um, their goals and their hopes and their dreams and their and their folks. You know, because again, every person presents differently: able-bodied, um, with disability, um, with you know any. Anything you can think of, right? So um, we really try to find out what the goals of the program are. You know, we want you know the kiddos to really work on the, you know making friends and communicating clearly and um, believing in themselves and that sort of thing. So you know, we'll say, great, let's do the ropes course because that's a great way to you know gain some excitement and some following and that sort of thing. And then also maybe we should do. A scavenger hunt down in town where they have to go say hello to someone wearing a blue shirt
2: you know yeah. or something
0: like that and you know we really try to customize each little detail of every program it's very purposeful there's a lot of intention in all of our activities you know you could just go play tag but if you frame it right and you facilitate it in a way there's there's a there's a reason we're playing tag we're playing tag because we want you to get used to well, these are the safety rules and you can't smack somebody. You got to do a light touch, you know, and you can only touch somebody on their arm or, you know, and like you can frame it in such a way that it is still educational, you know? So we're very intentional in all of our um, programming. So, you know, a really great program um, that we offer um, through the Brain Injury Injury Alliance of Colorado um, is a week-long adventure camp. And so, what happens is we get students who are survivors and living with traumatic brain injury. Um, they come through the uh, Brain Injury Alliance and they get paired up with a volunteer and then they get to come on a course with our staff. So, in a non COVID year, we get have <laughs> 10 to 12 students and then 10 to 12 buddies, which we call their volunteers, and then 10 BOEC staff. And we're all staying in the Griffith Lodge. Um, up in our wilderness site and it goes you get split up into kind of a smaller like fun group if you will and each day we have different activity that's getting rotated through so we do whitewater rafting um, adaptive cycling and um, our ropes course. and then we have a free day where you can choose between many activities that we will offer like fishing or um, rock climbing or you know taking a van tour of the mountain or something like that you know we just we kind of plan it um based on what people want to do. Um, and so each day you go through those activities with your little group. Um, and then each night everyone comes together and we have huge family meals. Again, not during COVID, but <laughs> <laughs> um, in a normal year, we have these big huge family meals. And then we have these like awesome dance parties, or we'll have casino night with mocktails and just basically having fun with folks. You know, you're up here. And everybody's on the same playing field, and, you know, we work really hard to make that happen, and it's a social um, gathering, it's a fun thing, it's, you know, you get to do all these really fun and crazy activities, Um, and they, you know, they stay with us for the week, and it's like kind of a retreat or a camp, if you will, like a summer camp, Um, and those are just the most fun ever. And what happens, people that graduate from the BUEC and you know, maybe they did the internship and they moved on and, you know, gone off to different careers or, you know, that sort of thing often will come back to be buddies on those camps because they're the most fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that does sound uh, like a blast, especially with so many different options.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's what's so cool about it is that we really kind of we read the room and we figure it out and we, and we do activities based on everyone's, you know, you know challenge by choice, something we believe heavily in, which is, you know, we want you to learn. We want to push you, um, nudge you, support you to move into, you know, that zone where you're like, oh, I'm a little scared, but I want to learn something out of this. Um, And not going too far into making a negative experience, like forcing people to do stuff. We're not going to force people to do an activity. If they're like, yep, I'm good. Just putting the harness on. I don't need to go up there. And that's where (laughs) you're at. That's awesome. And we're going to have a dance party for you because at least you got the harness on, (laughs) you know. So, you know, it's really about supporting each person in meeting them where they are, you know. So that's where the programs become so stinking fun because we're really personalizing it for each group, each student.
2: That's awesome. So as far as like finding people, I mean, obviously you've, you've been around for so long, so you have a reputation, but, you know, for instance, like, you know, you said you have people from, you know, all over the country come, how do those people find out about you? Is it, is it mainly through those different partners, um, that, that you have placed around or or what is that like?
0: Yeah. So many of our groups in the wilderness program are through agencies. Um, we offer a few, what we call open enrollment camps, which is where we, say, okay, adults with multiple sclerosis, please apply for this program. Or kiddos on the spectrum can apply to this program. And so they can just openly, um, if they fit the category, can apply for certain programs, which you can find out about on our website. Uh, But um, for the most part, our relationships are what really sell the program. Um, We um, obviously have a winter program as well. And so many people will come skiing. and then be like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. What else can I do? And that's how we'll find people for our summer programming. Um, and then a lot of times people will just, you know, the ski program is very visible out on Breckenridge Resort. We have these bright green jackets and we have students in all kinds of apparatus to go skiing. And it's very visible and people are like, wow, what's that? What's that all about? Going to our website and finding out more. And then being like, wow, you know what? My cousin is a, uh, has a special ed classroom in Kansas and they wanna come out and do summer thing awesome. We start talking to those people and then we come up with a custom program and, and then they come in, you know, so it's a lot of word of mouth, a lot of just visibility of seeing who we are and what we're doing. They see us out on our really cool recumbent adaptive cycles. And like, what are those, what's going on? Tell me more. Um, and somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that
1: yeah.
0: has a need for what we're doing. <laughs> and so a lot of it goes down like that. You know the you know, one of the international groups that we've served was from England and it just happened to be this woman on vacation and she was walking around our wilderness site and I was out snow plowing
1: and she was (laughs) like,
0: what is this place? Tell me about it. And I did. And she was like, that's awesome. I'm coming next winter. And she did. She brought a group of folks from England over to come skiing and stay with us at the BOEC. It was pretty rad
2: that's that's awesome and yeah it sounds like your your word of mouth and visibility is really uh, yeah. really helping you out there <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from fr- from that point so what what kind of um, you know obviously you're you're interacting with a, a bunch of different individuals like you said I mean those those wilderness you know week-long camps or whatnot I mean that's a yeah. that's a pretty significant group of people uh, mm. that you have that, out there with you but what kind of effects I guess are you seeing you know, on, on the different individuals, as far as, you, you know, kind of, I don't know, maybe opening their eyes to something, or maybe you, you, you know, you just kind of see, see, see them progress during that. What, what kind of, yeah. what kind of stories do you have around that? I guess.
0: Oh my gosh. How long do you have? <laughs> um, so, you know, like, that's what the, that is why when I say like, well, what's your, you know, you ask like, what's our vision? What are we doing here? And I'm like, gosh, how do you put that into <laughs> words? Cause it's a feeling and that is absolutely you know, you've hit it right on the head again with this question where, you know, the, the effect that our programs have on people are, I don't know how you could measure that besides the wattage of a smile, you know, (laughs) and, you know, it's, it's hard to put a metric on that. And that's a whole problem with the entire field of recreation and leisure, (laughs) but, you know, that's something that we always strive to do. And it's basically, you know the amount of progress that you see in students when they come in their first year, and maybe they're using a wheelchair, and then they come the next year and they're using a walker, and then they come the next year and they're walking independently. Um, is obviously mind blowing when you see progress like that. Um, but some of it is just even, you know, like behaviorally or emotionally, and that sort of thing, and and just the progress that you can see in students from day one to day four is sometimes absolutely incredible, you know, where they come in, they're so shy and they won't talk and they're, you know, so homesick and I'm un- not having a good time, <laughs> you know, and then we, we go out and we do fun stuff, and we keep them busy. And then by day four, they're like refusing to go home, you know? So like, uh, you know, all of those things tell us that, you know, what we're doing is hitting the mark because, um, you know, that's why, that's why I'm still in this field 18 years later, just the, the excitement around it, the awesomeness around it, you know, like, just getting to know people, you know, they're not just students, they're our friends, you know, and there's often times where we'll even gather outside of work and outside of BOEC to, to go visit a friend or somebody that lives in a care facility or um, you, you know, stuff like that. So it gets to be, you know, a lifelong thing. There's folks that I remember from my first intern, you know, my first days in internship um, that are still coming back as students today. Really? And, you know, there's, there's one gentleman who's just amazing and we just love him to pieces. And he comes to many programs throughout the year. He used to come skiing, but now his knees are really bad. So he just comes in the summer now. And, you know, I worked with him probably, you know, four to five weeks of summer for 10 years. And, uh, he can never remember my name due to his, uh, traumatic brain injury. And he like, I've it was, probably four years ago. And he was like, Oh, Hey Jamie. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) it was like a really big deal because it's, you know, it's, it's just part of what it is. You know, a lot of folks aren't going to remember and gosh, we don't even remember half the time, you know, but it was just a really meaningful thing that at some point, um, into short-term memory loss, you know, which is why he's had a hard time developing any long-term memories, thus a name. Um, that it's somewhere that stuck like all of our fun times together um, stuck in there and, and he remembered my name and that was just a really big moment and of course he laughed and then later on that day couldn't remember my name but you know <laughs> it's just one of those moments that um, is really meaningful because you know that you know we think of them as our friends you know not just a student or a client or you know a patient or something like that so yeah it's pretty awesome
2: that's that's cool and it's cool to i mean obviously so much in that story but the fact you know he's been going for 18 plus years or whatnot too i mean that's that's pretty awesome having the you know recurring uh engagement you know with Mm -hmm. with these individuals and with your friends there and yeah you know being able to continue to share and and grow those stories Mm
0: -hmm. yeah we did like a i think we did a study a few years ago and it was like i think 30 percent or so of the like wilderness clientele, or folks that have been coming twenty years or more.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. Which is which is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that. I mean that's a significant amount of time. Like when uh-huh. yeah, when you think about that, um, yeah. and the and the track record from you know being around for so long and everything like that, mm-hmm. and you uh, you're you all are obviously doing something very right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're certainly having a lot of fun, and that really makes it easy. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> Um, so, so kind of to, to that point, um, what, you know, you've, you've had some, you've had experience working with people, um, you've had experience in the internship and, you know, working your way up in the ranks and all that stuff and, uh, and kind of were exposed to something, a a new perspective, I guess I would say, um, when you first started with internships. So I guess with all that, what is, what is a piece of advice that you could offer someone, um, you know, that maybe they're, they're trying to get involved with, um, you know, helping others in the way that you have while trying to, you know, still having fun, obviously, uh, along the way. Um, and, and maybe even too, if you want to throw in something kind of encouraging for maybe there's, maybe there's something out there that, you know, the program would really benefit, but maybe, you know, they're, they're nervous. Like you said, that first day, they don't, they don't know what to do by the end of it. They're, they're just loving it. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what advice could you offer for maybe one or both, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I guess from a, a career perspective, um, the advice I can give is forget everything, you know,
1: <laughs>
0: and just, just work off what you're working with, you know? And, and like I said earlier, the amazing amount of stuff we can do with a pool noodle and some duct tape and a whole lot of heart is incredible. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> You know, there's not necessarily a right or wrong way within, you know, there's, there's like a path that is safety on one side and policy on the other. And as long as you stay on that path, <laughs> you're, you're pretty good. So be creative and, and don't think too hard because there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer every time. So, you know, when I think there's a lot of um, stigma around, you know, folks are afraid of people with disability because you just don't know what to do. And the best advice I can give is just be yourself and say hello and, you know, ask maybe if somebody needs some help. And if they don't, they'll tell you. And that's awesome. But, um, you know, just be open and and willing to just be yourself. And that's the best way you're going to have the most fun. Um, And then I guess from a a student or perspective, BOEC -er, or point of view is just, you know, come with that open mind um and and let's figure it out together and you say oh I, oh I can't do that i can't do that and i said well have you tried it on this <laughs> and i'll bring out some shiny bike or something <laughs> you no know, and it's folks just never saw that before i didn't know about it or anything like that so just come with that open mind and a similar love for pool noodles and duct tape and we're going to come up with some way for you to be able to enjoy whatever activity that you're excited about is
2: That's awesome. There's no can't only do or whatever Yoda said. Um,
0: (laughs) it's a let's figure it out together.
2: (laughs) That's awesome, (laughs) and and so 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 good and and meaningful that you're able to kind of work on that level. And you, hey, there's no right way to do this, it's only our way to do this, you know, given the situation. So, um, so So where can people find you online um, to learn more about your programs? Maybe get involved when you have the open enrollment or volunteer, or obviously check out the amazing um, internship program as well.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, so the best thing um, is our website. It's probably our our most central location to find everything that you're looking for. And it's uh, brand new and it's stinking awesome. And we're so proud of it. Um, And our team here that put that together and um, you will find pretty much all the information you're looking for about our camps and our programs and about adaptive skiing and snowboarding. Um, there's a tab for volunteering. If you're interested in becoming a volunteer at the BOAC, there's obviously some paperwork involved, but um, <laughs> totally worth it. And um, if you're interested in our internship, there's a tab for that and you will like, read testimonials and all that and the application is on there for that. Um, so, you know we just have a ton of information on that website. Um, We're obviously on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Actually, I don't think we're on Twitter. I don't know much about Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I have an outdoor degree. (laughs) um, So we're on the Facebook and Instagram and you can come and check out some of our fun adventures and excitement there. But um, everything kind of starts at our website, which is um, a great place to start. And then obviously just give us a call. You know, we're a big little nonprofit, but we still answer the phone and we want to talk to you and tell you all about what we're doing and, and what might be a good fit for you or not. Um and, and see where we can help out.
2: That's awesome. Well, and and as she said, the the website is is pretty nice. I didn't know you just revamped it, but it, it does look awesome. Tons tons and tons of information on there. So um, if you're listening, definitely, definitely check them out, um, their website, their social kind of see what they're up to. And like I said, if, uh, if you want to get involved, there's obviously plenty of resources there as well. So, um, yeah. yeah. check them out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, so Jamie, thank you again for being on today's show and kind of sharing, sharing your story, um, which is awesome. And then also kind of the story of BOEC, uh, and how it started and kind of, like I said, at the beginning, the impact that you are making, um, it, it sounds really awesome. And I will definitely, uh, next time I've in Colorado, I've never been to Colorado yet, but I will definitely stop in there. Uh, next time I, I make that trip, but when I finally make that trip, I should say. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, come check us out. We, we would love to see you. We'd love to see everybody. That's the point. Let's go have some fun. <laughs>
2: there you go. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.